JLB Mornings. The podcast. And welcome. No, Laura Geddes. She is returning, by the way. She'll be on the uh, the next podcast. Uh, it'll be episode 211 for Laura's return. Yes. Just vacation. Couple of notes. No, nothing uh, nefarious. No extra back surgery. No, just, just uh, taking some time. That's right. No. <laughs> a whole lot of time. Well, hey, uh, Brazil and the COVID thing of any place to be stuck, at least yeah. she wasn't like stuck at, well, I'm sure she loves Geddes Farms a lot. Imagine mm. being stuck with your parents for a month, five weeks. Couldn't imagine. No, no. She kind of spent some time with her in-laws. It was, it was a wonderful getaway yeah. for Laura in that Brazilian sunshine. A little bit of musical chairs because you're gone for a chunk of next yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of Wednesday through the end of the week. Wednesday through. So, okay. Tuesday, we'll have to make a lot happen. We'll get the podcast yeah. in with all three of us. And in case you're case in my house, I got two people there and three dogs. <laughs> so don't even think about it. Um, I really hope this is a thing. So we're recording on Thursday the 27th. Yep. McDonald's in the U.S. is doing a farewell tour of the McRib. I feel, see, one part of this, and you see companies and organizations do this where it's like, well, you know, a, one spot it's available here, and then they do this sneaky, they build hype on socials, they let everyone get engaged and drive it, and then it's like, you've asked, we deliver, and boom, they've done that, uh, something I could speak to. So I'm, I'm feeling that the McRib is going to show back up in Canada. You think so? Uh, I, there's I something so. in my heart of hearts that feels that way. It's been a couple of sessions in the States only, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. You've got, uh, think of running shoes. They'll do exclusive runs just into the U.S. Mm-hmm. And then you get that colorway in Canada. And I mean, we're the neighbor. Really, they're throwing it over the fence. It's not like they've got to ship it to the other side of the world true, anyway. True, true. Um, Easton Hockey. So for any hockey fans out there, they did this re-release of the old Synergy Stick. Oh, which, yeah. As a kid, everybody wanted. Yeah. Then it was still a hundred. It was a hundred and fifty dollars. Do you know a composite stick now? You can pay as much as four hundred and eighty nine dollars for a stick. Outrageous. That is outrageous. That is twice as. That's no. That's a one month car payment on one of my vehicles. Oh yeah. For a for stick. a stick. Literally a stick. And a thirty day warranty. Man, oh man, the people at thirty one and thirty two days that I've played hockey oh. with. Oh. That's usually why they hulk out. They're less upset that you've just slashed them. They're more mad that they know that that stick is out of warranty. Mm-hmm. Uh, a good friend of ours chatting yesterday, her kid broke three one-piece hockey sticks in seven days. Oh, my God. Holy cow. Is he like a huge sniper then or what? Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's a good he'll, yeah. he, he will. There'll be some, some OHL, NCAA interest. There already is. That's good. That's good. But up until then, you're paying out of pocket oh, yeah, for yeah, those for hockey sure. sticks. Yeah. Your kids, sports-wise, what's the most expensive? Would it be figure skating oh, for yeah. Sadie? It is. Uh, not, to, not to brag or anything like that, but Sadie actually won this year. Like She won a big award last year for her skating. So she won a bunch of, like not all, but uh, a large chunk of her dues this year. We're covered by the team, which is really cool. But oh, yeah. Yeah, it's in the I, – I feel like my wife doesn't tell me the full – which, hey, all the more power to her for not telling me the full cost because <laughs> I don't tell her the full cost of what I do. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it is in the, you know, probably three to $4,000 a year range between oh. skates. And she's like she's growing, so she, she needs good skates. She gets really good skates. Um all the costumes, like all that stuff is always extra. There's usually a couple of competitions. They might have different costumes for each one. And, and then the competitions alone, you're going out of town, you're staying overnight, all that fun stuff. It's it's not so. So I volunteer coach for a kid's hockey team and, and the U13, so they're, they're, they're 12 turning 13. Yeah, yeah. 
It's it's crazy dough, and it's not like they're the parents are so pumped and excited of like let's just hemorrhage money. Mm-hmm. It's just what it costs. The cost of one hour of ice is nuts. It's crazy, and the biggest driver is ju- equipment alone that has gone through the roof, which is not so crazy and shocking because it went from there were probably you could argue. 10 solid companies that made various products, it's down to about two or three. Right, yeah. And you, they just- you got the monopoly. If you don't think there isn't price fixing, we're seeing it in- I saw the best graphic in groceries of Ooh. who owns what. Oh, there's yeah, only awful. one- like, Isn't it like chain. two, uh, yeah, two the, columns? Yeah. That basically, it, there's one monster, a secondary, and then a third that owns just two, kind of still of the big brand variety, but it's not so. We don't- that's the thing as Canadians, and I know, so this is a podcast, so this is a little more free-flowing in conversation. It's like one just connects to the next to the next. Yep. But I don't know how much you follow just basic headlines. So yeah, I think a lot of people are aware we work for one of the big phone companies. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, the nice part is they give us this vehicle to do what we want. They don't interfere. They don't tell us what to do. and how, We just, we, we do our stuff. Right. So we're grateful for that. Um, there is to be more competition because out west- there's that big uh, Shaw deal. There's all of that. They're, mm-hmm. They own some broadcasting too, but they're, they're, the family is blown it apart. They're selling it for yep. billions of dollars. So Rogers has stepped up to buy it. But in Canada, we have the Competition Bureau, and they said, whoa, we just can't have like three cell phone companies in the country. We can't. Uh-huh. Yeah. So out of Quebec, which is a regional player, Videotron's buying it. They're actually putting some rules in. They have to own it for 10 years and- they must reduce monthly rates by about 20%. Wow. Now, they do that for a little bit. Remember when we went from, hey, three years to two years? Oh, and, yeah. And politicians at their time like, oh, offering Canadians more variety. No, they just up the prices for the two-year plans. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. They just moved from one column to the next. And a lot of it was like, it was... Now, oh, payment plans on just your phone on top of your regular monthly... Yes. Like the... Yeah. Yeah. You're never going to, like the reason that these companies make so much money is because they figured out how to make so much money. Uh, that's they just figured it. out how to get over these hurdles of not making as much money. A hundred percent. It's it's it is a toughie. I mean, if you want to get into some real money, how about investing in art? So I brought this Ooh. into the show. I found it about a week and a half ago, and I parked it. We have this little list that we'll keep ideas and topics and subjects on, and I parked it, and I wanted to. I was like, this is interesting. For the most part. Stocks, RSPs, RESP, your employer may have some, or, you know, your parents have been, have been real good saying, listen, you should invest. You got to look to your future. Yeah. We look, there's no guarantee we'll hit uh, any of those numbers that matter 65, 70 and beyond. But if you live like that, you'd end up (laughs) broke as a joke. There's a new thing you can get into, and it's a company called Masterworks. It's the very first online platform. It's almost identical to that wealth, simple quest trade, like a couple of taps and you own something. Yeah, that's that's yeah. how it works. Mm-hmm. But Master Trade, buying and selling shares representing investment in art. So a Warhol, a Monet, a Rembrandt, Picasso. They've got uh, about twelve very expensive pieces in their initial portfolio, and they're basically saying, if you pace us and look from ninety five to twenty twenty one, contemporary art is in the number one spot with 13.8% average return. S&P 500, which is pretty consistent at 10, real estate at eight. We talk, I'm a huge fan of, of art. I'm not a smart person when it comes to it. Like I don't always know exactly what I'm looking at, but I love the idea behind it. We talked not long ago about a woman, I think out of the Waterloo region, 
who was going to be at the Louvre. Yes. Yeah. She was had like a, a handful of pieces, like six or eight pieces. Yeah. There. And I looked at her portfolio and I didn't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't. I didn't get it. It was minimalist. And it was like, I think it was, it was a concrete based or something like that, where it was like, it's very, it was almost, um, I don't want to say brutalist, but kind of. It looks like when you do that first pass of putting some drywall mud on the wall yeah. with the scraper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now there's meaning to it because yes. she's selling these things for thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah, so it's not shade. It's just trying no, to give you the shade. visual. No, it's not shade. That's the thing. It's like my, I, I had this conversation backstage, Sarah, literally yesterday. We were talking about place settings. We were watching Below Deck. <laughs> and you love that show. Love Below Deck. And I mean, we're on a luxury yacht here, so the the uh, centerpieces and place settings around these tables are always very ornate and amazing. And I said to Sarah, honestly, I would walk up for dinner, and that wouldn't even register with me. Like the amount of work that was put into this amazing table setting, agreed, would not register with me at all. And Sarah said, "Well, that's how I feel about most like visual art." She's like, "It's just." I don't get it. It looks like a picture to me. Yep. It could be a Monet of uh, flowers in a field. Worth $70 million. $70 million. Yeah. And to her, it's like, I could take that picture <laughs> right out in the cornfields of Chatham Kent. You know? <laughs> like it just, or like, and, oh, I saw that in Ikea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, to each their own. And I'm not saying that I understand much, you know, or deeper than anybody. But I just, I, to find the people who, who see the uh, extra beauty in this stuff, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, can interpret it, understand yeah. value, yeah. track it and follow it. Everybody's got their thing. Like for you, yeah. it's records. It is, yeah. You know so much. It's a passion of yours. Uh, your wife's, uh, I won't speak for but like figure skating comes up a Absolutely, lot. Absolutely, for it, sure. It's something she's just passionate about. Yeah. There's those that are into wine and no different with art. They are, the, like, it's like there'll be a Kleenex box in the wall and be like, that's worth $26,000. Yeah. <laughs> what? What is that? It's true. It's called New Beginnings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right next to the Purell on yeah, the side of the yeah, wall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, someone paid uh, $26,000 yeah. for a box yeah, of I know. It's something. Wine's a great example, though, too. Even on our wine trip, you know, we did some tastings, and you... If you really, if you really want to, you can taste different notes, and you taste this and that, and all these different wines. But I remember even from my days in like taking actual like university course classes on wine. Yeah, one of the biggest things is like you can say you taste whatever you want, and you're not wrong. And also, you taste chocolate. There's no chocolate in the actual wine. Like you taste uh, notes of pear, something like that. Pears are not involved in this wine, but those are the flavor notes that often come out. Those are the predominant ones. It's often the power of suggestion. Right? Oh, 100%. But you could say, oh, I get a little taste of uh, horse ass in this. And be like, <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when I had that one and I was like, and I said, watch this. And I yeah. walked over to our table of our coworkers. <laughs> yes. I can't ever exactly remember my, but I was like, guys, so the lovely gentleman over there. So he opened a bottle. This, it's 70 years old. It came off a Great Lakes freighter that had found this years prior. You guys should try. Tell me what you think. And they are all like, oh my gosh, it's like, it was like a $13 bottle. That it was we the same drinking. one that they had just yeah. drank too with the tasting. <laughs> <laughs> Got them. Yep. That's right. <laughs> You're right. There, There is, uh, but with records, like- it's tangible. It's something you could touch, see, feel. It's like they're either scratches or they're not. It's either right. dog-eared in the corner or not. For and sure. I'm, yeah. I'm speaking to a lot of things. I mean, like there's art that has not been maintained and you can see right. it in the yes. shading yeah. or the fading and all of those Absolutely. things. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a tough one. And I mean, 
uh, to when you think of Prince reducing the value of a, like if you get like a, I don't know, a, a tapestry or something like that of a Van Gogh, does that reduce the original? Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> Man, it makes me want to do that drive around on uh, Saturdays uh, in the summer, nicer weather when people are, are, are selling their their garbage sales essentially. I know they're called yard garage sales. sales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just odds and ends. Maybe every once in a while you'll get. To, I'm still looking for a vintage pair of snowshoes. I want that aesthetic for Christmas. Oh, okay. I can't find them, or you find they're three hundred dollars. What? Yeah, you know, Poshmark is that why? I feel like you could find those at like a Value Village or a thrift I, store. Of some I, sort. If you see them, if anyone listening okay, to the yeah, podcast yeah. wants to be reasonable, like I'm thinking sub a hundred bucks, like uh, fifty yeah. bucks a. It's decor, so yeah. Thank you, be, yeah. thank you. <laughs> I like that idea. That's cool. I like. I'm like. I could paint one red or white. I mean, I could just leave them as is and just bring them. I get it. I'll keep an eye out for you. I love a hunt. Oh, we just got an email about a possible podcast guest, Jeff Dunham. Oh, fun. You see the guy with the puppets? Yep. How will that work? (laughs) Do we interview him or the puppets? I don't know. Also, I don't want to get canceled by interviewing any of his racist puppets. (laughs) Oh, jeez, you're right. They may, I'm sure they've grown along with him. Yeah, they they must. Uh, Come on. They must. Like 100%. You have to, because you couldn't still keep doing the same act. I don't believe you could, no. I remember, it was a couple of years ago where downtown London, just driving around. I'm like, what is going on at Budweiser Gardens? There's like nine trailers in the back. Oh, it's crazy, like, yeah. There's, there's no concert going on. It was Jeff Dunham. Yeah, he's got a huge, huge following. Like, and pardon also my, in... my ignorance. I, 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 don't, I have not seen his comedy. I, like, I've seen a clip or two on the oh, internet. He's one of the highest grossing comedians of all time. Really? We're going to look this up I'm here? I'm going to do it right now. I, uh, I've got a list. I, man, I was, when we were traveling this summer... In Boston, I was like, or this past fall, I was like, oh, the, I checked Boston Comedy Club. There was nobody that was a, of any great name. I mean, there'd be some up-and-comers, but I wanted to see like a sneaky Bill Burr or someone pop up for, uh, yep. for a late night set. No, no luck. Live comedy is something special. That's It's such a gift to have the ability to tell a story, deliver those lines, and the sheer joy. And I'm feeling in knowing, like, uh, Eliza Schlesinger, I always get that wrong, uh, but she just put her new Netflix special out. Hilarious. I accidentally watched her old one. Oh, did it you? It popped up, yeah. Did but I tell you about great. Joe Coy? Oh, my. Joe Coy is very funny, you, yeah. If you have not yeah. seen his the, the latest one, um, let me find it. Hold on. Uh, While you're uh, looking that up, Jeff Dunham is the third highest paid comedian in the United States behind okay. Jerry Seinfeld and Chris Rock. You're kidding me. Yeah, awesome. he's worth roughly 140 milli. For somebody who talks to puppets, that ain't bad. You know what? Good on. He's figured it out, and there's very few people. Uh, Joe Coy, what is it called? It's uh, Is it live from the LA Forum? I think so. Did he have just a new one come out? Uh, yeah. Well, there's one September 13th on when I'm telling you. I laughed out loud no less than 20 times. And we've talked about this on the show and even the podcast too. If you do a job where you get used to something, well, that happens here. Like we get used to fun slash funny. So sometimes with our threshold being raised, there's certain things that just don't make you laugh anymore. I Like out loud, he was so quick, so sneaky with how he'd bring a line or bring a joke up. Interesting. I... I recommend it. It's the old, if you don't like it, I'll pay for a month of your Netflix. That's how That's how convinced I am. Wow. Joe Coy will have some laughs. And then I did the deep dive, and I know he dated Chelsea Handler. And Yeah, they were dating for a while. 
Um, yeah, it was during their breakup announcement that she also kind of plugged his new movie, Easter Sunday. <laughs> but watch some Joe Coy. Okay. Um, Good to know. So, Jeff Dunham, should we do it? Should we? Can... I chat with him. I love chatting with a comedian. All yeah. Right. Well, we could do that. Might be worth some. Uh... You've got some good insight. And the thing is, we always talk about, too, you know, <laughs> I think we had a lot of conversation about working in radio and, and people, like, common questions and stuff. One of them is always, like, who's the most famous person that you've talked to or something like that? And I mean, the famous part doesn't really interest me as much as the, like, well traveled and well experienced yeah. part, you know? Like, I just think that there is so much that you could talk to, even if. Uh, if the comedy's not your style, there are so many topics that you could still cover with somebody like that. Sure. And if you think of fame, if you distill it down, it's like fame comes from popularity. Popularity often comes from you're just really good at something. Yeah. You either are a headline, but that fizzles out. Mm-hmm. You're often famous because you're real good. You can say what you want about The Rock, but he's he's a good actor in the sense of timing, look, yeah. ability. Like you, Some but of those Jumanji movies are hilarious. They are hilarious. And he's got such charisma off Yep. The yep. big screen, you know, like when you're seeing him in person, when he's doing his interviews are always great. He's very funny. He's very he's surprisingly down to earth. And I've seen some where he'll recall talking to somebody before. He'll know something about someone yeah. that you just don't expect. I love that. Kind well, of he did. Uh, so with Miles, who handles yeah. iHeartRadio Radio Nights, <laughs> if you've yet to see the video, it's on our socials. It'll be a couple of tiles down. Yeah. Uh, on Instagram, notably, and <laughs> hilarious. Where uh, I mean, we should put the clip in. Can we rip the clip off? Oh yeah, Is absolutely for sure. Yep. But we'll put the clip in, and it's it's just so well done because The Rock he triggers and brings back something from the wrestling days because Miles, a massive fan, did a really neat interview with him. He did a great interview, and yeah. and he had an actual replica, but a WWE belt, and then brought Pretty it. Impressive one. Yeah, no, this is great. This would be the cherry on top if you could do the honors. And please, would you sign this Take for this me? home. Yeah, Thank yeah. you very much. And you. <laughs> I will sign it for you, yes. What's your name? Miles. It doesn't matter what. Okay, I just had to pull it back. Miles, Miles. with a Y. Miles with All a Y. Right, I got it. Thank you so much. So there's the little nugget with my like how cool is that that you're able to get some recall like that and and That's yeah so funny so funny I, I, I he's that. a guy I'd like to meet I'd be like, same thing it's like the old yeah can we just sit down and have a chat like we'll have a drink over what Taramana is that his uh, I think so tequila? yeah yeah we'll, we'll drink that sure yeah, uh, why not but just pick his brain because that's a guy that in in a way has a, a close connection to Canada he spent time in the practice roster in the CFL with the Calgary uh, the did, Calgary yeah. Stampeders yeah. at that time they're making about two hundred bucks a week so. In living in Winnipeg, I knew a bunch of the guys that played for the Rough Riders. They really only made a livable wage. And if you were on practice roster, you were one of eight people in a house and or seven guys in an apartment because you needed somewhere warm and dry, but the cheapest possible. And that was the rock. Like he had, he went to Calgary and all he had there was a mattress and his clothes. It's crazy. He's considered, like just even looking, at it, he's considered a Canadian-American actor. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, or American Canadian. He was hey. born in in California. Yeah. But obviously he's got uh he's got a lot of ties here. Uh yeah, mad props. He'd be one I who would you like to chat with for the potty? Oh, there are so many. Uh Ellie Golding would be one, <laughs> you know, to get her on. She's got a new album dropping, so this would be the time to do it. She'd have a lot to say. You sure. have such Maybe a Zoom chat though. <laughs> a crush. Yeah. Huh? No, no, we'll fly you to wherever she is. No, there's a lot. I comedy is always kind of where I lean, and like comedic actors, I think would be a lot of fun. Like, I, you know, we're talking obviously if if we can get the Rock, we could get somebody like 
Seth Rogen or, Vin, or, sure. uh, or Ryan Reynolds, I think would be hilarious. The tough part now is all those famous people have their own podcasts, so they just do each other's podcasts. That's they, the thing. They don't yeah. even cycle out to some of the big brands. Anybody we'd want to hear from, we could just listen to them on Smartless already. Uh, that's yeah. that's <laughs> absolutely. And they feel a lot more comfortable because it's some. It's one of their peers essentially talking about their origin story where- yep. If we were to ask about origin story, we'd be like, read the Wikipedia. Come on, give me something good. I've got eight minutes here. Mm-hmm. I've got to mm-hmm. go. So, you know, it's the pro and con of accessibility now with, yep. with all things in, in that regard. But um, this is just a quick check-in. Uh, yep. Thanks a ton. Uh, Benny's, he, again, busy guy talking about being famous. He's got to run off and do that CTV. <laughs> do get the us fame, gossip. you know, the struggles of high fame. Absolutely. Uh, Laura back on the potty. We'll have some fun and uh, we'll expand on that Jeff time thing because if that is the case, we will, uh, we'll be having him in the episode uh, either like uh, 211-212-ish because yeah. his show is upcoming at the Odd in Kitchener in mid-November, I think is something that I mentioned last week. So uh, that's that's it. Uh, thanks uh, so much as much for being here and, uh, and checking out the show too. Uh, much love as always and we'll chat soon. JLB Mornings. Weekdays 6 till 10 on Virgin Radio. And on demand anytime on the iHeartRadio app. And for more on the show, visit virginradio.ca.